All right. Welcome to a, a special segment here of, of ball watching. We, we promised that we'd get some, some boots on the ground perspective. So today you're joined by myself, Justin as well, and you cannot see them, but you'll be able to hear them. Uh, Jim Cavanaugh, Tom Strunk, both part owners of St. Louis City FC, both on the ground in Qatar, Qatar, however you want to pronounce it, uh, and have been for man the better part of, I would say, a week now. Jim, Tom, how's it been so far? It's been great. Yeah, it's uh, experience has been uh, just absolutely incredible. Everything over here, the hospitality, uh, quality, at least where we're staying, quality of hotels, uh, experience overall, service, and uh, just uh, getting two games. Uh, the, the stadiums have been amazing. So it's and you know, love the World Cup. Uh, it's been great. It's, it's been an absolutely fantastic experience. And uh, fun to have the, the U.S. still, oh. you know, still in it. We got, uh, obviously, a fairly important game coming up. So, you know, oh. it's uh, it's been great. Tom, yeah, how is it? How is it? Oh, go ahead, Tom. Yeah, no, uh, not much to add except the uh, – I'll just talk a little bit about the atmosphere in the first two U.S. games. It's just – it was really fantastic in the stadium. And, uh, you know, obviously two different feelings leaving the, the first two games, which I'm sure we'll – We'll talk about, but so far, just a just a great experience. That's awesome. How is it? How is the conditions? Not conditions, but things to do outside of these games as well. Knowing that, I mean, the first games are over in St. Louis here at four a.m., which is, I think, your guys' is one p.m. there, um, if I'm not mistaken. What do you guys? What do you guys been doing like in the mornings? Or and I know the games go till nine p.m. And I know um, there's not alcohol being consumed while you're over there as well. So what have the boys been up to? Yeah, I'm not sure the alcohol piece is completely accurate, <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, there's uh, in the hotels, uh, you know, there's uh, uh, opportunity uh, at, at times. So overall, uh, we haven't been to the Fan Fest, uh, but the area that we're staying in is, has been a great experience. Now, again, keep in mind the game. So, you know, we can talk a little bit about, you know, what we've been doing, but the, the U.S. games that we're going to, you know, to go, we'll let, normally leave our hotel. It could be 6 o'clock to, you know, for a 10, 6 or 7 for a 10 o'clock game just to get there, make sure they're wearing time. And uh, the, the, the hospitality and everything at the stadium has been great. But the game, we're not out of the game until after midnight. So it's, you know, it's well after midnight. By the time we get back to the hotel, get settled, it's, it's after 2 o'clock in the morning. So... Uh, every one of the U.S. games over here is, you know, kickoff has been 10 o'clock. So uh, besides that, we kind of bundled this trip, not only the love of the game but uh, and, and supporting the U.S., but looking at doing business over here at the Middle East. So we've, uh, we're have we in Qatar here, and we've flown to Abu Dhabi and spent some time a couple of days over there meeting with a lot of the business and political leaders in uh, Abu Dhabi and Dubai. Uh but uh, Abu Dhabi is a fascinating, you know, uh, oh, yeah. country and nation with a, a lot of things going on in regards to just their investments and being a global hub and their focus on digital transformation. So, so we kind of bundled both soccer and uh, yeah. in business here. But uh, there's actually uh, quite a bit. It's actually a beautiful country, uh, at least you know the, the parts that we've seen, and uh, the weather has been fantastic. Uh, you know, during the day, it's high 80s, 
uh, maybe low 90s and, and at night uh, game time, it, it's been it's been great. So overall, wow. just really, really uh, uh, fun, exciting and uh, a great environment. That's awesome to hear it. You know, I not not that it goes against what we're seeing on the broadcast, but it's it's nice to hear the people that are actually there, you know, saying some of the positive things we're reading about, at least in some of the publications. But obviously two different, very different cultures, you know, Americans and all the different cultures that are over there where, where you guys are. Has there been any one thing that stuck, stood out stood out to you as, wow, just very different or anything that you had to get some some kind of pre-learning on to make sure that you were abiding by the cultural standards over there? Well, I would say just first of all, just in terms of the culture over here, as we've mentioned, and maybe it's just the surrounding, but it's been incredibly welcoming. You can tell Qatar and this region's doing everything they can to put a very good foot forward and the investment they've made leading up to it um, so far just seems to be impeccable in terms of how they thought about it and what they've been doing. Um, and, and, you know, really in terms of the, in terms of do's and don'ts or anything special like that, it's, uh, it's pretty, uh, pretty normal going for us staying in a hotel, they're catering to guests. And, um, and so for us, there hasn't been that many differences. Now, when you travel to the games and you see some of the history and the religion and the mosques, um, you know, you, you understand, you know, you're definitely in a different part of the world. Uh, but for this for this stage and for this event, you know, they're they're blending it very well from my perspective. Yeah, I, I, I agree with Tom said uh, they've been very welcoming, very accommodating, but do understand, you know, uh, Qatar is uh, a very small country and you have a number of countries bordering, you know, uh, Qatar and the, the UAE and Saudi. Uh, so uh, and a number of other countries around uh, you know, very, very close. So it's, uh, it's, it's a very interesting part of the world and one that uh, does have very different, you know, cultural norms. Uh, and, and I think it's just fascinating to take the time to, you know, spend the time and, uh, meet some of the people. And we've had the good fortune of doing that both here in Qatar. I've met some really nice people and, uh, very affluent people that have taking the time to educate us on things that are going here, both culturally, uh, politically, and just where they're trying to go. Uh, and the same thing in uh, Abu Dhabi, uh, mm -hmm. which we've met a bunch of great people there. So from my perspective, it's been very much of an opportunity to learn, to, to listen. And, uh, you know, it's been a very positive experience uh, overall from a World Cup standpoint and really just getting to understand this part of the world better. So uh, all, all positive from my end. Love it. Yeah. And you guys, and you mentioned Jim and Tom, the size and being that small, we know uh, you guys had previously been to the world cup down in Brazil where it would take, I'm assuming multiple hour flights to get to some of the games. How has that been comparatively speaking, just world cups in these different places? I know you touched on the culture side of it, but like, how are the stadiums? How is, how is the transportation and how is all that going? Yeah, so I've had the good fortune to be with Jim in both Germany in 06 and then Brazil in 14. And the logistics here are by far the, the best we've ever experienced in terms of proximity. Oh, there might be a wow. I, either Morocco scored or... We're uh, watching it right now. You probably have it delayed. Oh, Morocco just oh. went up 2-0. 
Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, boy. Wow. 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 You can Don't hear that roar behind them. Yeah. <laughs> wow. 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 But that, that tells us right there. So are you guys in close proximity to the stadium where this is being played? No, we're um, we're kind of out in the in the back off our hotel room, and okay. there's a, a TV kind of courtyard cooler, and they got a big screen with the game. Yeah, but up. you don't you don't know how close some of these stadiums are yeah. because uh, we were uh, we were out the other day, and literally, you're there's one stadium, it's three blocks from the other stadium, so <laughs> it's you know it's amazing how close. Uh, some of these stadiums are uh so it's uh yeah it's great the atmosphere is uh pretty exciting over here that's really cool and i know we want to get into some of the the, the fun of the, the world cup you know a lot of why you're there outside of all the work commitments you have going on how have the u.s games been for you all I've, obviously you've probably been to a good share of them at this point in your lives but with all of the the drama right now and this new young crop of players and what they've done so far and then you know most recently drawing england how has it been being that you've been at both the Wales and the England England match so far? Uh, you know, exciting. Uh, sometimes you, it, it can be more exciting than you would like it to be. Uh, you know, where we'd like to have uh, kept that lead in the first game against Wales. You know, a little disappointing drawing up a PK uh, so late in the game and ended up with a tie. But, you know, leading up to the World Cup, obviously we probably have the the most talented young team that we've had in the history of, you know, U.S. soccer. That being said, they still have yet, you know, to prove, you know, I, I would say their overall talents. And, and, you know, the only way you can do that is you got to go out and win. And, you know, so I, I think it's an incredibly talented uh, field of players that, that the U.S. has. Uh, we're in a good spot. You know, we, we have to win our next game to advance. Uh, I think there, there are positives to, you know, it would have been nice to, to knock off England, but England, you know, they've got quite a team and they've got a deep team, you know, of talented players. So that, that game, I thought, I thought we played pretty well and created a number of opportunities that, uh, you know, we absolutely, I think deserved a tie. And, uh, you know, I, I think we had the opportunities to win. So, Mm -hmm. Uh, we're building up, and I think uh, developing quite nicely. Uh, you know, it's pretty exciting. You know, if I had to look at it and say, you know, who are any standouts on the, the U.S. team? You know, my first one would be uh, Tyler Adams. I think he has done an amazing job, really just, you know, for anybody that I think is a true soccer fan and played and understand the game, that he is quietly doing a lot of work, you know, all over the field, defensively, offensively, leading. So uh, very impressive. Uh, the other one, you know, proud right out of St. Louis. I think Tim Reed has been uh, incredibly solid and uh, I think just a really uh, confident leader in the back, defensively and offensively. I mean, there, his, his distribution yeah. of the ball, his uh, – uh, defensive positioning in the air across the board has been really solid. So, uh, you know, some real positives, and hopefully we can build on that going into uh, the final game here. But, uh, you know, a lot of positives. 
Yeah, looking forward to the final game. I'll start with you, Tom. What are uh, would you make any changes to the lineup? I know we've had just a slight one with Haji Wright instead of Josh in this last game, and definitely some controversy um, from the people that we were friends with about the timing of some of these subs and who's coming on. What would what would you guys like? What is like one? What is your prediction for the game? And two, would you make any lineups changes? Would you start Geo? Are we going to see Geo? What are you guys' thoughts? Yeah, that's been a hot topic of conversation between Jim and I and the rest of us on the trip. I'm sure like everyone back there. And, you know, but before I get to the this upcoming lineup, you know, we, you know, armchair quarterback here, we would have made the moves they made, uh, Berhalter made last game 10 to 15 minutes earlier. We thought that would have been important. But, you know, his, his decisions, it worked in the second game and got the result we needed. Um, I, I think uh, I think you've got to give Rainia. I'll just say a shot. Does that mean he starts? Does that mean he gets a full 45 minutes? I'm not sure, but I think uh, I think he can be uh, he can be a difference maker for us. I'm honestly not sure what to do um, at the at the number nine, the striker position. Um, I think if I was picking Josh or Haji Wright, Josh Sargent, I would go back to Josh. If you're looking for a true striker, if you change it a little bit up there. Um, and you play without a true striker, I think, you know, you've got some other options that you can move in there. I also think we've been talking Aronson makes a difference as well. So trying to give him a little bit more time, whether you give him a start or not, uh, I think is another uh, possibility. But I don't think you can go differently um, across the back or the midfield, frankly. I think I think those seven are, are solid. Yep. Absolutely. Tom, you got to give it to us. So what's going to happen on Tuesday? You guys are going to be there. What's the prediction? Uh, my prediction is U.S. wins three to one. Okay. They, they find a way to put the ball in the net. Okay. Yes, they do. I love it. Jim, what, what do you have to say? Anything similar or, or different here? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, U.S. two to one. Uh, okay. You know, uh, I think it's it's going to be an exciting game. Uh, you you know it's you just got every every team's going to be out there battling, uh, and there's no givens for any of the teams. I think in the the entire bracket. So uh, uh, I think it's going to be an all out game uh, and just uh, a lot on the line. So uh, it's going to be exciting to say the least. Ooh, well. We hope that you guys come back with your your hearts intact. It's going to be a, a nervous, nervous affair. I'm, I assume for most of Tuesday. I know you all have to run to to Spain and Germany just on a, on a casual Sunday, going to watch two of the the world superpowers play the beautiful game. But we appreciate you taking the time to to join us, and hopefully you enjoy that game tomorrow and and bring us. Sorry, not tomorrow on Tuesday, and bring us back a huge win. Uh, I know you'll be traveling home, so safe travels and and thanks again for for joining us today. Yeah, it's our pleasure, guys. Uh, great job uh, with uh, with the podcast here. Uh, keep the energy flowing. Have you guys been to uh, a lot of the watch parties, or how's that going? Yeah, we uh, we went over to Amsterdam for the Netherlands Ecuador game, the one that was right before the U.S. game, and we watched the the entire game there. And the streets were absolutely packed. We'll send you guys some pictures of that. Um, but then we wanted to watch it um, from. From our home. So then we came over to my oh, house yeah. just to have a good, we're blaring it on the TV, big screen, one of the best view we had. So, um, but yes, Amsterdam was an awesome one. I haven't been able to get to any of the, the, any of the other ones, Jake. I don't know if you have. No, the Amsterdam was a blast though. You guys should have seen it. I mean, we were there for the game prior to the U S game. So it was Netherlands, 
Ecuador. And by the time we were leaving, it was like probably 30 minutes after that game. The street was full. The bar was one in, one out for basically three or four hours prior to the U.S. game starting. Like, it was absolute berserk down there. It was crazy. Yeah, that's awesome. Nah, that's it is. That's, that's great. great. Great to see. Great to see uh, yeah. all the excitement uh, in the U.S. You know, and you think about, uh, I think, this World Cup. You know, I, I haven't tracked too much what people are watching afar in regards to but uh, the experiences here and the, the quality of stadiums broadcasting experiences i i would think there's just so much to build on oh, yeah. for the 2026 world cup that i think is going to be off the charts as things continue to build we had the good fortune of meeting with uh one of the leaders of uh man city uh over here also and just investments that they're making both in mls and you know other global teams so i think the the, the, the sport of soccer globally is in really, really good shape and uh, and in the U.S. And I think it's just going to continue to build. So I think we've got a lot of exciting times in front of us, uh, you know, and you guys are going to have a lot on your shoulders working this podcast for many years. Yeah. So uh, I hope I hope the weight's not too heavy. I hope you guys can stand up. No. No, not yet. We're we're excited. We're just excited to see it all grow as well. And these World Cups only do well to help us. I know Fox already said they had record numbers for the U.S. England game, which wasn't shocking at all to me. I think it was the most watched men's national team game on their network. I think it was 16 million people just on Fox. Uh, So I don't know what the other supporting networks or Telemundo, the Spanish broadcast had. But I I assume it's one of the most watched games for us ever, if not the most. So you love to see it. The traction's getting getting real here. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. It's great stuff. All right, Absolutely. guys. Yeah. yeah. Nice talking to you guys. You guys take care. Yep. You yeah, guys, too. Safe travels back. Root us on to a dub. Go USA. You All got right. it. Take All care. Right. Bye See now. See y'all. Bye.